Fred. All right. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. Is it just going to be me and you or Eli and Zach going to pop in? Yeah, they'll talk every once in here. a while. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was already here. Happened, right away. It kind of, well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so. Yeah. Sorry. Look at you. Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see. Ladies and gentlemen, the thousands watching at home and the millions in attendance, and I think I got that backwards, but it doesn't matter. Because Open Book is here. I'm here with Jen, Eli, Andrew backstage, and we're expecting Tom Crabtree to pop in any minute now. Uh, at least that was <laughs> that was the plan. But you know, he what? said he'd be here. So yeah, yeah, okay. We're not we're not we're not slackers or anything. We're not lying to the people just to get viewers or anything like that. But aside from that, how are you guys doing? Jen. Oh, sorry. Jen, Jen you, should know, you should know the goddamn drill by now. You've done this long I, enough. You, I mean, come on. Usually it's Eli and then I I don't know. Whatever. I'm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jen, let's get right into that. I mean. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Uh, no, it's it's good. You know, rivalry week. I'm just kind of I'm antsy to get through the work week because I will be in Green Bay for the game so I don't know I'm just this is a really long week for me just because I'm so excited but yeah I mean other than that it's the usual stuff you picked the perfect possible game to go to I mean now I that is you know on the roster, I know it's like all right what are you yelling at me for <laughs> no that's, I'm just I'm not yelling I'm just excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the most like expression I've ever given on the show. I know, Jesus, she's more excited for Kurt Banker than she is for us. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. But here is our special guest, Mr. Tom Crabtree. Whoa, how you doing? Hello, folks. How are Hello. you? Good evening. We are great. Love, you, Love the hat you're rocking right there. That is the perfect. Oh shoot! Perfect I didn't hat. even realize I was wearing that. Sorry, oh yeah. what? <laughs> what a coincidence. It's not it's not inappropriate. Is this uh PG programming or is this appropriate? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, we do have we do have Jacob here, the founder of Game of Wisconsin. So I mean I'm sure he'll deem it appropriate. I'm I sure mean, it's fine. With, with that hello, I'd assume. Yes, it's okay. Yeah, comment? yeah. yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Tom, how are you how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great. Um I wore slippers and sweatshorts into a grocery store this evening. So I'm doing fantastic. If that tells you anything, how are you guys? <laughs> that tells us Jen. a lot right now. <laughs> Do I have to say it again? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tom's yeah. here now. We have to, well, we have to, start, Eli we have never, to Eli never said how he was doing. So I figured maybe he would, but no, I'm, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Like I was saying, I get to go to the game this weekend. So I'm just waiting for the work week to be over and the real fun to begin. Where are you sitting? You're not the stranger that offered Matt Ramage a ticket, are you? No, I'm not the <laughs> okay. the random person he's never met. That is not me. <laughs> he's got to be careful. I don't know where they're gonna. They're not gonna meet at will call. That person's uh, <laughs> meeting him in a back alley to give him that ticket. Exactly. I'll make yeah. sure. I'll keep in touch with Matt. Make sure that he makes it through the game. Okay. <laughs> I think stranger or no stranger, yeah. I'd be worried about Matt at the game. That is fair. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, Matt in any Packer game thinks he get out of hand, but 
This week, obviously, is a much bigger week than usual, playing the Bears Sunday night football and coming off the bye week, which the Packers have not have not had a ton of success recently. Wait, wait, wait. How come off- I'm the only one who had to answer, how are you doing, twice, and okay. nobody else said anything? <laughs> wait, and how come – hold on. So I'm getting a message from my, uh, my manager. I still have a manager, if you can believe that. When you've been retired from the league for six years – they tell you to fix your hat. You look like an idiot. So I just got that <laughs> message. Um, wait, how come we completely skipped over the fact that I am absolutely beating the dog shit out of all of you in our fantasy football league? Yeah. That's the elephant in the room right now. Were you guys hoping like I wouldn't go there? A little bit. It, it was inevitable. Bit. I knew it <laughs> we was just didn't, come up at some point. We didn't point. want to start with such pain, but do we have any graphics yeah. we can put on the screen? Standings, <laughs> point totals. Jen, a, maybe yeah. what happened last week in our our little match. Okay, to be fair, um, I improved because I think last time you beat me by like fifty, and this time it was only about thirty. So I'm getting better. Oh, wow. <laughs> thirty. You're rounding thirty nine. You round thirty nine down to thirty. Is that what? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, Jen, that's not, that's not how math works. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a math person, but I was kind of hoping maybe he would, you know, 30 sounded bad enough, but whatever, I guess he just has to rub it in my face. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you lose by 39, not 30. You know what, just for that, I so hope that he beats Zach by, like, 41 this week. What, what no. the hell did hey, I do? I'll what? tell you what. I don't know. <laughs> I'll Here's tell you, the crossfire. Zach, Zach has a real chance this week. I don't know. I don't think it was one of you. My one loss, <clears throat> by the way, only one loss. I don't think it was one of you. But Zach, you've got a chance this week. I'm down bad. Jonathan Taylor I... by week. Um, who else? Debo. Debo's questionable again. He was out last week, I think. Stafford's been. He's been bumpy. It, it was really good. We were really enjoying that relationship. See, but the thing on. is, it's... is every time Tom says, you know, it's not going to be a good week. Like, yeah. I'm quitting. I'm dropping he's everybody. Got... He ends yeah. up winning by 40. He, yeah, he's the biggest. It's like he's trying to reverse jinx himself. You know, like, right, I'm, I'm on your act, Tom. I see it every freaking week. And I did look at I your know. roster and I was like, I saw Jonathan Taylor was on a bye and you didn't have another running back on your bench. And I'm like, holy shit, I might have a shot. It might be possible. Oh yeah, my other one, the dude from the Eagles, who he's been kind of, kind of iffy. Uh, what's his name? Sanders. I think oh, he, the Eagles have a bye week too. So I'm struggling yeah. at running back this week. So congrats to you in advance. I got to rest. I got to. I'm trying to get up. I got the one seed in the playoffs. I got to rest my guys going in. Okay, <laughs> we got to rest up. We got to get fresh for the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> Just don't uh, don't let it end up the yeah, way 2011 uh, ended up. Is this our last week before playoffs? <laughs> Dog, <laughs> Dude, son of a gun. My fault. My fault. Too soon. What, Jen, Jen? What did you ask? I I don't know what's happening. I think Eli's frozen. But I asked, is this the last week of fantasy before our playoffs start? It is. Uh, because yeah. I'm like. I'm like cutthroat, like I'm on the edge of I could lose my playoff spot, and I think I'm I might be playing Andrew, <laughs> so I'm really nervous about this week. Are you like friend? You're kind of on that fringe. I'm of I'm the sixth, the big boy league and the toilet bowl. Yeah, bracket. I think I have the sixth spot right now, <laughs> and we all have really close records, so I'm really nervous. 
I'm exactly. Trying to uh, I, I wonder if there's a way like I can strategize and play this and just like throw one week and really screw it up for one of you guys. Like going no, because I think if Zach wins and I lose, we have the same record. But I don't know. There's like a bunch of us Ooh. who What's don't yeah, do it. I think the I don't know because Zach I has beat like me it should, twice. It should go by head-to-head records, but I think it goes by points. I think it goes At least by it, points it, and. If that's the case, I would still be ahead as long as my team doesn't get like zero. That's such bullshit. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, all right. Enough, enough of that. We all know I'm the best, and I'm twelve and one in the open book fantasy league. We can move on. It's okay. Tom's gonna be like, all right. I just want to pop in and say yeah, that. Yeah. Have a good show. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go, guys. Yeah. It's been been fun. <laughs> Yeah, but after like the first seven weeks of the year with me, Zach, and Jen at eight, nine, and ten, I would like to pat myself on the back for making a nice comeback. And here, for everyone who hasn't seen us, it's not a great picture. Is this the best? Here's our current standing. My my screenshot thing didn't work on my computer, so I'm going off my phone. That's that's the best we can do. the current Tom currently has a four game lead or a three game lead on everyone in the league, which yeah, it's really not too close. And Jen, yeah, you're in the sixth seed right now. I know my brother, who's in the seventh seed, is very much hoping to see you lose so he could sneak into the playoffs. But I guess I we're know gonna people have are going to be hoping I set. lose more than Tom this week. <laughs> well, Everyone's Tom giving up on me for Tom to lose. lose. I, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, I've, I've just had this mentality of kind of staying in my lane. I didn't realize I was that far ahead, guys, if I'm being honest. Um, I knew I was doing pretty oh well. My God. Didn't realize I was that far ahead of everyone. Yeah. And, like, the drop-off from one to two and below is astounding. It's aggressive. Yeah. Uh, um, we have we have a serious buildup in the middle right there. I feel like this last week, a lot of people could fall in and out of the playoffs. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. But uh, getting, I'm just saying, getting back. Hold on, no, I get to gloat a little bit. All right, I started. I started with what like have I done? One. We, I've hijacked the whole show. <laughs> this is that a fantasy show anyway. now. <laughs> yeah. I started like one and seven, and then I've won four out of my last six. So I'm like, I'm on my way up right now. And if I get in the playoffs, I'm just warning you guys. Not gonna right? happen. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. cause some hell. Yeah, I guess me good. and Jenny and. You... Uh, and uh, my brother lose, and Zach, you Cole. win. I think we'll jump into the. No, because I checked the points. I have like over a hundred more points than Zach. Oh, so Zach, you're just trash. Get ready, get ready for the toilet bowl. As long as you can do toilet it. bowl bracket, baby. Oh yeah. I just have to hope that I either everybody below me loses or I beat Andrew. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, it would be fun. Actually, very nervous. I, need, I think I need. Am I in third or fourth? I'm in fourth. So, yes, Jen, it would be nice if you won, because if you win and then Lambo, if Ben loses, I could jump into the two seed and get a bye. And I need some rest. I'm exhausted, so I could use a bye week. <laughs> oh, shut up. Come on, brother. Yeah, let's hang out. Yeah. Let's have a little bye week together. Yeah, Tom, yeah, let's we'll go. go vacationing a bit. Yeah, just yeah. have a nice little bye week. Go back uh, home, see the family, visit, exactly. you know. Spend some, yeah, it's good. Need that. Get away from the game a little bit. Yeah, it's it's been a I'm bit. I'm gonna come in as the wild card, like the Packers yeah. did and in 2010. All right, yep. the Super Bowl that that's definitely been done, as Tom knows himself. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I did actually. That's a, have, that's a dangerous team. Yeah, the six seed. And I do have Aaron Rodgers leading my team, so watch out. There you go. That's really all. Shut you up, need. Andrew. <laughs> Got him. 
My lineup is fine. I'm doing my best. Uh, yeah, the Packer game this Sunday. That's not, that's not totally true. I mean, they're going to smack the shit out of the Bears, but I mean, Tom needed to come on here and gloat a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which, which I right, rightfully, I mean, you've you've earned it, obviously, twelve and one. That's impressive. I'm not even gonna lie. Considering we were chance. laughing at him for drafting Tim Tebow, and then he goes and yeah. goes twelve and one. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but when we we had the draft, I want to say I was like third or fourth pick, and somebody gave me shit for. I think Camara. Yeah, me. thank you, thank you, Eli. Me. Give me shit for Camara. I want to say Camara and Derrick Henry were on the board when I took Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and you literally said like, "Oh, thanks, thanks for Derrick Henry or whoever you picked." Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, you knew, something, you knew something I didn't. Yeah, I took Kamara, and yeah, he's spent most of the season injured, and I've watched Jonathan Taylor just score all the touchdowns in the I NFL. Too. I nice. do have Jonathan Taylor in a different league that I am winning. So I think Jonathan Taylor is just the yeah, key to success. Jen, you know, you keep bringing up this league that no one's ever Do you want seen. me to bring up this league? <laughs> he has a league. All this the- league all right, all right. exists. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Next. next I promise. No, I – this league. I have this other league. friends, first of all. Well, let's, what let's you, not get you know, What's the point of getting on here and lying, Jen? Yeah. I'm, And now it's like taking as long as possible to load. <laughs> Well, okay, Jen first of all, look at that. Like, I haven't, I haven't opened my issues, app, but so. <laughs> there's all the confetti because I won again. Oh, we're so proud of you. But no, seriously, I'm, I'm good at fantasy football, just not here. In the in the Packaday League, I think I've had my worst season ever. I started off, I think, three and one. I've lost eight straight to, to close Ten the and season. Ten and three. Ten and three. Uh, it's like not... It's blurry, definitely. It's not. I know. Blurry. I know. I needed yeah. to focus. That's okay. Can you see Jen, it? You're getting, yeah, we'll you're getting a lot better at the Photoshop. That's actually impressive. <laughs> How I can do it live in my life. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thank you. you think? <laughs> 10 and 3. It's 10 and 3. Awesome. Yeah. Imagine being 12 and 1, though. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. I mean, Jen we can't all be Tom Crabtree. Yeah, playing against herself and then no one else potentially. No, but it, there's other people. There's other people. I like, it's fun how you're, yeah, you have to continue to convince yourself. But I'm going to yeah. have to like find my friends and make sure, no, because they wouldn't vouch for me. They would be like, yeah, no, she's no. paying us to say this. <laughs> that makes sense. I, w- I would agree with that. But let's, uh, let's get to some actual real football for a minute and uh, talk about Real quick, the big news of at least today, Jair Alexander making his first appearance at practice since what? Since week four, I believe it was, when he hurt his shoulder. Aaron and in week four, yeah, against Pittsburgh. It's been a long, long time. Obviously, it doesn't mean he's going to play this week, but the 21-day window has been open. Ian Rappaport, I think, reported it could be this week or next week. That's obviously huge news. And uh, it's exciting to see him back on the field. I mean, I don't know who he's going to cover on the Bears. Not like they really have any receivers to talk about. Definitely not a quarterback. But speaking of their quarterback, it's going to be Justin Fields is what it looks like. Uh, Zach, why don't you kick us off real quick? Any any difference for you between Fields and Dalton? I actually would prefer Fields. I think Dalton, just being a veteran, is a little bit scarier than Fields. Look, I've said this like multiple times, man. I, I love Justin some fields in college and i hated the fact that the bears got him because i think he's going to be someday he's going to be a great quarterback maybe not right now you know he leaves the bears he'll be fine (laughs) yeah whatever 
I think, you know, when he's playing, I, I guess a couple years down the road and he has some chance to refine his game. I mean, he'll, he'll be, he'll be really good. He'll be a problem in the division, but right now, I mean, I, I know I would definitely rather have Andy Dalton because you get Justin Fields, you get, you get this guy's mobility. You have the threat of his legs. And I mean, when you get a guy that can get out of the pocket and extend plays, I mean, as good as Rasul Douglas has been as good as Eric Stokes has been Shannon Sullivan, you know, sporadically, you know, these guys can't stick with their assignments for eight, nine seconds. You know, eventually yeah. the play is going to play is going to break down. Guys are going to get open and Justin Fields can extend plays. So, I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's a big difference having him out there as opposed to Andy Dalton. And I think, you know, that would be like the Bears X factor pretty much on offense, because I don't think they're going to run it down the Packers throats. I don't think David Montgomery is going to, you know, be a huge factor as good as, you know, he had a great game last week. But, you know, against this defensive front, the way they've been playing. So. Oh, by yeah. the way, not to change the subject, but real quick. Can we all take a minute to appreciate the Lions beating the Vikings? I think we all took a lot of enjoyment in seeing yes. the Vikings. <laughs> it was so I, – I, I don't think I've celebrated a non-Packer game, like a non-Packer win, the way I did when I watched that When I watched that last play. Absolutely phenomenal. What Tom the Reed, hell – what the hell were those DBs doing? But they were standing right there. I thought they were out of the back of the end zone. The guy literally – uh, St. Brown had five yards in the end zone of, of freedom just to turn around and catch the ball. It was perfect. I still I, I watched that over and over, um, but I still can't figure out what was going through the DB's head there to keep backpedaling and giving like giving ground and knowing the goal line like the literally the end of the game is right there in front of you and you're just you're just like <laughs> continuing back. Hey, like go uh, ahead and take it, like. Like, dude, protect the goal line, protect, get a couple yards deep, maybe. But like, that was that was kind of insane. I don't know if that's bad coaching, bad bad playing combination. I don't know. It's the Vikings, so it's probably a combination. But um, <laughs> that was wild. Good for the Lions. Oh, I was happy awesome. to see that. I like Dan Campbell. It looked yeah. like he was trying. Like he like got antsy and he thought maybe he was going to try and play like like the the, the corner. Like it looked yeah. like he was about to flip his hips towards like the pylon and try to play the corner. Which is weird because yeah, I could be wrong. He had position like he was out. He had the receiver leveraged like outside. Yeah. He had help mm-hmm. inside. Like you're not going to get beat unless you're like the slowest man on earth. Like why would you keep giving ground and not just like play up on that guy? You got help inside and you have outside leverage. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. No, super Vikings, and then the week the week before was when Cousins took uh, tried to take a snap yeah. under guard. Right, we got to point that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? A, yeah, no, I really I should pull up a picture of that. That was one of the better, <laughs> more classic Kirk Cousins moments, right there. I mean, the nonsense that's happened with the Vikings since Paul Allen opened his damn mouth. I hate that yeah, guy so much, though. So I I love watching him suffer. Yeah, when yeah. you have to listen to that guy on the radio because you know, did you, did you hear he Paul Allen's call here. of that uh, that game losing? <laughs> he was it was so like you can like so hear it in his it voice. Was just, it was like he was reading a script. Like he knew yeah. how this was supposed to go. Like well, it's like it's like seeing Mike Florio's it, headlines. Like, yeah, it was just was like, like another day at the office. Yeah, because you know like how he sounds. He gets so obnoxious with the Vikings. So to hear just the pain in his voice. I love it. Yeah, I live for that. that <laughs> Hear the pain in his voice. Yeah, Jen. Jen's a great person, that's for sure. But no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I, I live in Minnesota. I have the right to just shit on yeah. all of them. I didn't even have to say anything come Monday. They all knew. I just had to give no. them that look. And yeah, 
that was enough. Really? Like, there was so much pain in all their eyes. And I mean, I was so convinced, no matter what the score was, I'm like, at the end of the game, the Lions will find a way to lose. The Vikings are going to win and I'm going to be pissed. And then that fourth and one call to go for it instead of punting before the end. And he gets sacked and fumbled this, <laughs> that. I was just like, what the hell just happened? That was, made no sense to me. And then to see Jared Goff drive down the field with no timeout. I mean, it's weird that we're almost talking positively about an NFC North opponent, but the Lions, I mean, there's not much. One win. Do. We can talk it like. Yeah. That's like little bro- that's like your little brother, though, that you want to yeah. protect. And like you you really care about deep down the Lions. Like they never hurt anybody. Like I mean, they've got that? they've got like Jamal and Tim Boyle. Yeah, so there's guys there we can be but, happy for. That that was Goff's first first yeah. career win without McVeigh, right? Yeah. Insane. He's like four years into his career, and it's his first win without McVeigh, which is absolutely insane. Um, but yeah. So that, if you, if you came here for Packers content and Nuggets and stats, <laughs> sorry, we've got all the Lions content you could ever ask exactly. for. Fantasy football, Lions coverage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to go on a tangent, but I was very excited about that game, so I knew I had to bring it up. Well, it it helps put us in a better position, so it all connects because now we're in position where if the Vikings screw up again, then we could be playing for the division on Sunday. Exactly. So it all it all connects. For anyone who doesn't know the current situation, if the Vikings lose Thursday tomorrow night to the Steelers and the Packers win Sunday night versus the Bears, or say when the Packers win, the Packers would clinch the division in week 14, which I know last year they clinched it, I think, even earlier, but it still feels pretty early to clinch a division. Zach, when did they clinch it last was, year? It was it was the same. I think last year, well what what Okay, no, but last year, clinched, year. Last year they clinched. Year, yeah. yeah, last year they clinched on December 13th. This year they could do it on the 12th. So it's Ooh, like way early. Yeah. And with a week longer season. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's like that's, that's kind of wild. Goddamn ridiculous. And like missing half their team. <laughs> yeah. The fact that like a, I mean, let's for a minute just talk about like I know we have discussed it, but like everyone said, you know, everyone in the NFL, every team has guys missing this, that, but the Packers have not just some of their best players, but some of the best players, honestly, in the NFL. When you're looking at David Bakhtiari, Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander, Rodgers has missed the game. Devontae has missed the game. Rashawn Gary has missed the game. It's been – Jones has missed time. Yeah, Elton Jenkins going down. I mean, it has been not just good players on the Packers, but great players across the entire NFL. And to still sit here at 9-3 and three with a chance to clinch the division in Week 14 – is it's pretty incredible, and I think a lot of the credit has to go to Matt Lafleur and Joe Barry and Nathaniel Hackett, and really the whole coaching staff for just getting the guys ready every week, no matter who's in, who's out, whatever adversity they're facing. It really doesn't seem like anything phases them. We're seeing a patchwork offensive line every other week, and I can't think of any games where Rodgers was under consistent, consistent pressure. Which again, Adam Stenovich. Incredible job as the offensive line coach. Um, what do you think, uh, Tom? When you're when you're watching the Packers now, like I mean, obviously you've you've been a part of teams. Obviously, the 2010 team had the most guys on IR, I think, in the entire NFL that year. What's it like, you know, in the actual locker room when you know you're missing some seriously huge pieces of the team? Does it actually does it does it get to the guys? Does it just kind of roll on with it? Like, what's the mindset of players knowing? some of the best guys on the team aren't out there. Yeah, I, I think it kind of goes both ways because you've got 
it's no secret when a, a big name or a guy that really contributes a veteran guy goes down, like, holy shit, like that's a big hole in whether offense, defense, whatever it is at that point. But I think in a way, I hate this narrative, and it came up today. I think I saw Keyshawn Johnson saying something about it with the Cardinals, that they were too young and, like, too dumb and naive to, like, they're not going to win a Super Bowl or too young. But I totally disagree with that because, obviously, my default is to revert back to 2010 and that season and how many young guys, guys off the street we had, guys with no experience, no-name guys that were quote unquote young, that came in and really filled some gaps and roles, offense, defense, and special teams that were really important in seeing our way through the playoffs and kind of grinding our way through the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. And so I always hate that narrative of this team's too young or they can't do it because of the injuries because my default is 2010 and winning the ultimate game. Like, I, I just – I don't buy into it. So I love watching this team and what they've done with filling those gaps. Like you've said, they haven't skipped a beat. And even more to the point of, like, in 2010, we still struggled through the regular season, like, with injuries. And we, we struggled to win games and put up points. And we were left for dead a couple times. We needed help to get in the playoffs. This team is – like they're on another level as far as no name guys stepping in, guys off the street stepping in and still winning games, defense playing their ass off. Like um, I'm just blown away. And I think it's a testament to the coaching staff um, and just that locker room, that mentality and, and some of the leadership they do have with whether it's Rogers or some of the guys on that defense that have been around a while. Like um, I've been blown away and, 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 so when I see a big name go down, an injury, um, I don't really take too much pause. I'm like, they're going to be okay. You know, that's kind of my default thinking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I definitely like to, uh, I mean, it, it's just, it's been, it's been kind of just a relief to see that really none of the biggest injuries on the team have taken such a huge toll. And obviously when you talk about, about Jack, I will, let you take from here. I mean, I know how much uh, you love you love Mr. Douglas, but when losing Jair, it would be you know we were looking at, and obviously Kevin King's been hurt. It was really Eric Stokes was like our default cornerback one, and then it was what can we put up behind him? You know, it was Isaac Yadam and this that, and Douglas comes in and makes such a huge impact. Um, yeah, what do you think? Like, well, and even Stokes hurt his knee in warmups that one day too. Yeah, that sure was. It was uh, so. Was it the Niner game? No, that was a while ago. But yeah, he missed the game randomly after hurting his knee in warmups. But what do you what do you think they're gonna do, Zach, when and hopefully when Jair comes back? Because obviously you can't just put Douglas back on the bench. You can't put Stokes on the bench, really. He's been very good. How do you see them lining up that backfield? I mean, that's the golden question, right? I mean, you can't you don't bench Rasul Douglas based on how based on how he's playing. And the Packers aren't going to send their their first round investment to the bench. I think the only logical thing, you know, at this point is, you know, Shannon Sullivan continues playing kind of in a pinch in the slot. You throw Jair Alexander out there, you can kind of swap him from the boundary into the slot every now and then. You know, he'd play on like a rotational basis, kind of like Kevin King has been doing uh well when he was healthy. Um and you know, Jair Alexander, he has that experience in the slot. He has that experience. The only, th the only thing, like the biggest issue I have is with, with that is if you play in the slot, you need to be required to be active in the run game. You have to be able to crash down and make tackles and be physical. And I don't know if the Packers are willing to take that risk with a shoulder that 
I'm assuming isn't 100% healed. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be a little tricky thing to navigate. I, I, don't, it's, it's, I don't think the Packers, they're, the nice thing is, too, they're kind of playing with house money at this point. Like, they're not in a desperate position where they need Alexander to play right now, right this week. I, I'd be shocked if he plays this week, at least in a significant role. Um, I just think they've been playing so well as a defense. Like, there's really no need. Let's kind of ease him into it. Let's get some practice under his belt. And let's go out there against the Bears who, you know, all jokes aside, they're they're not a big threat downfield, like passing game. Like, I don't think they need to rush Alexander back. I'd be shocked if he plays. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be like a, it'll be kind of like a David Bakhtiari situation. You know, they'll kind of, they'll designate him to return from into reserve, get him back on the roster before that 21 day deadline and just kind of like, you know, keep him out, let him heal, probably have him for the playoffs. You know, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he plays at all in, in for the rest of the regular season. No, but this is, this is like a luxury, you know, this is like a great problem to have. You have too many talented corners, too many guys that can, that can be on the field at the same time. They just got to figure out how, those pieces kind of fit in together. He's, yeah, he's gonna go out there and have two pick sixes this week. So you guys, we can replay this tape. He's not gonna yes. play at all. He's not gonna play, and yeah. he'll just dominate that. That look, I'll gladly be very wrong about that if that's the case. But like Zach just said, I mean, even even if it's not till the playoffs, the thought that it's possible that they could add to this team Jair Bakhtiari. Zadarius Smith and Josh Myers, who underratedly, you know, has been out and would be a big addition back. You put those four players back onto the roster heading into the playoffs. We're like already basically, if not the best team in the NFL up there in the top two or three at worst, you add those four players, three of them being all pro caliber players. And one of them, an up and coming rookie who we know is very good at center. I just don't know how they're they're, they're just not going to be beatable. Like already they're showing that they could win in all sorts of ways. They could win shootouts like they did versus the Rams. They could win close defensive battles like they did versus kind of the Cardinals. They're showing they could do it in a ton of ways, and that's while missing so many of their key pieces. So I'm really excited to see what it looks like when they start getting those pieces back. But just looking at this week versus the Bears, so Fields being back, and it seems like they're getting healthier in general. Uh, Jen, when, when you look at the Bears, what, do you, what would you say is like the number one thing, both either offense or defense, the Packers need to focus on and try to stop uh, to make sure that this game should go as we think it should go? I mean, just kind of thinking back to when we played them, what, week six, uh, their run game was kind of what was killing yeah. them. And obviously, eventually, they were able to kind of start firing up and win that game. But um, I think just being able to stop the run game, obviously, like Zach said, Fields will be a, a more mobile quarterback than what Dalton would be. Um, so just kind of slowing their offense down in those ways. Um, I don't know. Their their defense isn't anything to be too worried about, obviously, continuing the offensive line to play the way they have been. The more protection you can give Rodgers, the better. Um, it It is nice having the home field advantage, and it is a divisional game, though, so you can never – take these games yeah. you know it's the bears like we said you know they're not a team that we're too worried about but divisional opponents always play you differently so i think if they can just get hot stay hot like they did this last week where we were able to actually see or not this last week because there was a bye but you know what i mean um just the way that they were able to start hot finish hot it was their most complete game we've seen so i think just being able to 
play to the level that we know that they can instead of kind of playing down to their opponent, I think that's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those games where we know we're the clear favorites and there's just no reason to really let it get all that close. But uh, Tom, if you were on the show, I think there's no way we could possibly go a show with you, especially in Bears Week, without at least going over the famous fake field goal. Oh. It's kind of... <laughs> Just we have to. We have to just see how I that almost happens. forgot about that. Andrew's right. excited I, in the I background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did just very all by myself that play. Exactly. <laughs> like I mean, I just want to know because I don't remember a ton of trick plays in the Mike McCarthy era, for sure not on special teams. So I'm just curious, like, you know, when that came about, like when it was drawn up and you know, how much you practiced it and like were you expecting it going into that game, or was it one of those things where anytime it felt appropriate to call that play. Yeah. So I think we, and I've given this story, I've probably given like slightly different versions depending on how inebriated I was on this play. Um, I probably, there's probably been a version where I'm like, yeah, we put it in like the night before in the hotel. And um, No, we put it in, we started putting that play in for no specific opponent, no specific reason, at least as far as I could tell my, my dumb ass. Um, <laughs> During training camp that year, before the season started, um, we started working on it in training camp, even to the point where Tim Maste and I were doing stupid. He was flipping the ball to me. Like, we were going through the motions. Like, I was in my stance, taking a little drop step, turning, catching his little flip, like, down to that detail. So, uh, like, make no mistake, like, it looked effortless when it happened oh that was easy like it opened right up but we practiced the shit out of that play and and the little details of that play and we talked to mason like hey like do you think it'd be better if you think this way like you're catching a pass or like if you went through your kicking motion or you went to the right or left like we went through that play a lot from training camp on through the season and i think that was what was that week two or three yeah, we did that. i think it was, week it was like two. week three yeah, we do. Um, and it kind of came in, like, again, we had practiced it throughout the week a little bit, as we did the week or two prior and through training camp. And it came in from the sideline in that game, in that moment, like, fourth and 26 or whatever the hell it was. And, like, I like I looked at, I don't know if it was Slocum or McCarthy or who it was. It was like, are you, like, wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, no, no, don't, don't. And even it was funny tonight, somebody tweeted, uh, we're going back and forth about the show tonight and stuff. And Eli, you tweeted the play and 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 somebody tweeted, uh, like, was there ever a moment where you were like, Hold, like this is fucking stupid. This is not going to work. <laughs> yes, there, there was. There was absolutely, like, literally up until the snap. I was like, this is the dumbest. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is about to be, everyone's about to be fired and not have jobs. I'm going to be ostracized. Like, I'm going to be playing for the Vikings next week. Oh, no. And, um, Ultimate punishment. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Like, there... I, I'm human. We're all human. Like that doubt creeps in a little bit, but the nice thing was, again, I go back to the practice we did, the reps, like the mental, I get a little staticky with the, I don't want to put this over the AirPod. It's getting a little staticky, but like the, the reps and the muscle memory that we went through up until that point, it was flawless. It just worked because we had put the time in. Um, yeah. Made Erlacher and, and Lovey look like idiots. So it's, <laughs> It's my yeah. career uh, highlight. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the breakdown on that because I know every single Packer fan, any 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 Bear Week, it's one of the first plays that come to my mind because it's just it's so like you said. I mean, it, let's be real, it, it was insane. Also, because it wasn't like it was like fourth and short. It was like fourth and twenty six. It was four. It was fourth and twenty six from either the twenty six or the twenty seven. It yeah. was either. I'm pretty sure the first down was the one yard line. So basically, we had to score right there. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. I think it was the right call, even if we don't get it. Because think about it. What like what's worst case that happens? Like we fumble, f- flip the ball around a little bit around the twenty five or thirty, and fall on it, and they get the ball there. They're the Bears. They're not doing anything. Like, so yeah. we we ended up making the most of it and scored, and it worked out. And uh, yeah, my biggest regret, and he tweeted tonight, TJ Lang, who was oh. – he thinks he was catching up to me on the play or, like, he's as fast as me, whatever. <laughs> I do regret it. Like, in hindsight, it would have been pretty fucking sick before I crossed the goal line like pitch it to him i don't even know if he was at my right or left just pitch it to him and let him get the touchdown could you imagine oh that would have been great that would have been so because also a a small backstory to that play at at the moment i'll be honest i wasn't i was just getting to where i was watching the game so i was following it on my on my phone so i'm just following the game cast like on espn and all of a sudden i see tom crabtree touchdown and then i see in parentheses Tim Maste, and I'm like, what the hell is going on right <laughs> now? Like looking at the roster, like, wait, is this South yeah. Dakota State? What am I getting exactly. notifications for? Like, like, my app is broken. Yeah, <laughs> I kept refreshing, and I'm like, okay, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. There's no way Maste just threw a touchdown. I was so confused. But then to think that if it would have been TJ Lane touchdown from T- from Tim Maste, oh. I would have just thrown my phone out. Like, for like 30 <laughs> yards? What, what went yeah. through your head? What was the image? Like, oh, my God, like. Yeah, in like my your head, imagination was it like Maste airing the ball out? Like, yeah, <laughs> also, I didn't, I didn't see that it was a fake field goal. So my head was like, Tim Maste just faked a punt and must have just aired out a bomb <laughs> to you yeah. to catch it for a touchdown. Then I guess and you're like, wait, why is Tom out there? Uh, like, what is punt. he doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on right now? Exactly, he's not, he's not a gunner, that's for sure. But uh, it was, yep. yeah, it was just very funny to see it, it just in words and not actually see the play. But speaking of words, before we get to more more talking about plays, Zach, your weekly tradition of of killing it with our R Tech Ventures ad. Why don't you take it away real quick? I think killing it is probably a very loose description of it. But uh okay. Tom, I'm gonna make myself look like an idiot right now, so just forgive me for that. I have a weekly obligation to read this ad. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody watching Open Book, this show is brought to you by Artec Ventures. The goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. And beyond. Oh, Thank you. you, Eli. Don't steal my line. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought we were going to time it right. You had a very long pause there. I wanted yeah. to get the motion. Dramatic effect. <laughs> Tom looked very sold through the whole thing. He's going to go invest good. in our tech. I want to hear more. We, when we hop off here, I got, you guys stay on. I want to talk to you about our tech ventures. Yeah. I, I like right, cool, the fact cool, yeah. they're invested in not only small businesses, capitalism, people, 
that's a big one for me. Like the people, the relationships <laughs> and beyond. Like I want to know what else is out there. I want to talk yeah, about it. Like, Artec Ventures. It's, ba- it's about the people as, as a wise man once it's, said. Yeah. <laughs> Always like it. about the people here mm, on Open beautiful. Book. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, Tom, another, I mean, this is kind of like a random question, but I always wonder about it because I was just watching practice today and I was watching everyone come outside. Obviously, it was very cold in Green Bay. And I've always been watching, especially obviously being a Packer fan, like when it's cold as hell outside and it's just, it's ridiculous. You know, it's five degrees or it's negative degrees with wind chill. This and you see guys out there in short sleeves, no, no sleeves. You're just wearing the, the thin it pants. Is. Like how, how does it work? Like, honestly, I think in my head, I'm like, are these people human? Because I I was just actually in Chicago for the weekend, and it wasn't even that cold. And I was, you know, bum, bundled up at a, a shirt, a sweater, a coat. I don't know, like, it, do you just not feel it? Is it? Does the adrenaline take over? How does the cold not affect? It doesn't, just doesn't seem like it affects players, at least on the Packers, maybe on the Bears. You know, cold weather teams, they just do it. And to me, it's it's sign that's very underrated. Like, how, how did you feel playing in the freezing cold in Lambeau? So I think I'm kind of a special case because so in practices, I was usually no sleeves, usually most of the time, no sleeves, because I got a lot of reps, not only a tight end, whether I was first, second, third, fourth string that week, whatever it was in the game plan, I always seem to get a lot of reps. Um, you know, J Mike need a breather. Um, different story. <laughs> he did <laughs> I had to get a lot of the practice reps or uh, special teams reps too. But when I got in the game, it was like, I found it's mysterious. Like I found I wasn't as big a part of the game plan as maybe I was during practice. So I had to be bundled up. Like the sleeves actually held during the game when I'm on the sideline to get my eight offensive plays for the week. Um, but I imagine for the guys that get 60 offensive snaps, call it for a tight end. Uh, 50 to 60 snaps, like, I, I couldn't imagine being in sleeves, getting that many reps, because it's, no matter how cold it is, your body's working that hard, you're putting out that much energy, um, you're sweating that much, and you're working up that body temperature that you probably don't notice it to a degree. Um, but I would say for a guy like me, it was kind of hit or miss game plan wise, how many reps I got, and then special teams. Um I went back and forth. This is a long-winded answer. I went back and forth, sleeves, no sleeves. I I don't know. It was a roll of the dice for a guy like me. No, yeah, just I don't know. I know for me it just looks a little bit insane. But here, uh, all I, right. I, I never got like a, a sense of like, oh, this guy's tough. He's out here with, you know, in a tank top and pregame warm-ups. Like that never – that doesn't really compute for me. I don't really get why guys do that or feel the need. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like the Giants before the 2016 playoffs coming out shirtless. That really ended up well for them. But uh, I am curious. I, I lost the comment over here. We need to know about your music taste, Nickelback or Creed, or neither. Um, I'm gonna go. I would go Creed there. Mark yes. Tremonti. If you don't know, Mark Tremonti, guitarist, lead guitar for Creed, is he's one of my fa- genuinely one of my favorite like musicians, guitar wise. He does a solo band. He's really good, very talented. Um, Scott Stapp, I've had a little back and forth with him on Twitter, and my you know that's one of my perks of playing football was 
uh, yucking it up with Scott Stapp on Twitter a little bit. So I would go Creed. Chad Kroger's kind of a dick from what I hear too. <laughs> Forget that guy. Yeah, that doesn't help. Um, yeah, that that's always a good thing. Good thing to find out. And uh, yeah, so looking looking at this Bears matchup, and obviously, again, the Packers they come in what I think they're like at twelve and a half point favorites, which seems. I mean, it wouldn't be crazy, but like I feel like I've never I don't see very often double digit margins. Zach, am I right double on that number? What? <laughs> We lost. We lost you for a second. Are you on that AOL? Are you got the, the Starlink? <laughs> that's what I. That's what oh, I said before the show. I was like, he's running. He's running on America that's Online over here. Jesus. I say that, and I use like my main. My main personal email is my AOL email from high school. <laughs> Not even. <kidding. laughs> that's that's actually that's actually pretty cool. That you still have that because I don't think Better many people do nowadays. Now. Don't forget your roots. Yeah. The Packers are 12 and a half point favorites. When's the last time? I don't know the last time I've seen any game being a 10 point, fa- 12 and a half point favorite, but it would be very fun to see them cover that spread. And also just looking back over the last, um, I mean, I know I'm, I missed the, the week. I missed the show after the Rams game, but real quick, just to touch on that, like not really on the game, but I feel like we finally saw the offense start to do what we were expecting them to do. There were a couple hiccups, especially on special teams, and that's kind of where I wanted to lead this to. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like the bye week and just moving forward, I'm starting to feel a lot more confident in Mason Crosby specifically when it comes to special teams. And, Tom, I guess you, you know, obviously being in locker rooms before, like watching the Packers this year, have you, in in your head, have you been able to pinpoint – Anything like what you maybe think the issue with the kicking has been as, a, you know, the holder, the snapper, is it is it Mason? Any idea what that issue might be or could it just be a combination of the whole routine? Um, so to be honest, I'm not like uh, – I know they made a change as snapper at one point during the season, right? Yeah. And I don't know, not too in-depth. I'm not in there like breaking down film or like doing – you know, timing or the rotation on the ball or the height or whatever. But that's my first, where my mind went to is they made the change. I want to say a couple weeks after the Bengals game, which is where the wheels fell off. It seemed like, like what the fuck is going on? And then they made the snapper change maybe slightly thereafter. And we've still seen those struggles. So that tells me there's something there they see internally, like whether it's the time or the hold or how that snap is getting to the holder. Um, So my mind instantly goes to the snapper. And then obviously from there, it's a combination of things. At that point, when you got that kind of an issue, it's a mental thing for not only the holder, but for Mason. And I feel terrible because he's a hell of a kicker, has been for years. And to see that they made that snapper change and he's struggling, like, it just tells me, like, a a lot of pieces are kind of off there and they're trying to figure it out. And hopefully things come around through the bye week and through getting useless new snapper, who I assume they still have. I could be saying that they're on their, like, third or fourth snapper since Bengals. Same guy. Okay, good. Um, (laughs) Awesome. I knew that. Um I, I think it's a combination of things. Um, 
because it does creep into Mason's head. That's only human. And unfortunately for him, it's, you know, one miss hit and then another and the snap's not quite right or what he's used to or the timing's a little bit off. Like it's such a precise skill. It's not, I hate the fucking people that, that say that's your only job. You can, you go fucking kick that ball then. You try. Yeah. We, I would give those people that say that, like, I will give you five years of dedicated, like, kicking, coaching, and work, and, like, one-on-one time to even go out and, and perform in a quarter of the manner that a guy like Mason Crosby does. You, you won't come close. You have no idea what a precise and, like, refined skill that is to be able to do that for so long. And, yes, yeah. how mental it is as well. Um, so I feel for Mason, um, and I'm hoping, I love that they're sticking with him through it. They're not bringing, as far as I know, they haven't brought other kickers in to kind of ruffle his feathers or do any of that. Like we saw McCarthy with, um, I'm glad they've stuck with him and had his back. They have have a guy in the practice squad, right? But I'm assuming that could just be like, you know, with like COVID and stuff, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why you could have a guy like that just kind of sitting on your practice squad. I don't think it's more of like a, yeah. you know, in case we want to replace Crosby, it's just, you know, you never know if you could lose him. And, and that's fine. That's the other side of it too. Yeah. Like, look, this is a, this is a business. It's um, you got to perform, you got to put up or shut up or get out or whatever. Like, like I'm not sitting here trying to make excuses for Mason. Like he's going to make his kicks. Yeah. Um, but I the do same think time, he's earned I, that respect though to like, yeah. When people 100%. talk about, well, do you cut him or do you keep him? It's like you keep a guy like that. He's done so much for this organization. If he does not make, like, if he misses a couple, he he's one of those players where I have no problem forgiving for yeah, missing a kick. <laughs> I'd agree with that. It's frustrating the yeah. ones he's missed this year, but you got to look big picture and you got to realize this came out of nowhere. He was kicking fine, like even up until that Bengals game, and like he's hitting the ball well. It's just something's a little. Like, even after he kind of mishits a ball, he's kind of looking like like looking yeah. for answers. Like, what exactly. the fuck? Like, something was <laughs> off by an inch, and that's how it is sometimes with kicking. And you also take into account how, how, how rare just... it is. How rare it is to have, like, a good kicker, a solid, reliable kicker yeah. across the league, you know? And you, know, that's, and you, touch, you touched on it too, Tom. Like, a lot of people, the perception – Amongst people, is like it's like a it's either a one man operation. It's not a one man operation. It's not even a three man operation between the long snapper, the holder, and the kicker. That entire line has to has to be freaking solid. And we saw it earlier this season when the whole right side of the line there was something up with the protection. Guys were breaking through, blocking kicks, and you know putting pressure on Mason Crosby. And it's not just as simple as just walking up and kicking the ball like you've been doing since two thousand seven. It's it's never that yeah. simple. And people, and Matt, Matt LaFleur has made those that. comments during press conferences. And I do love that Matt LaFleur is so like has Crosby's back, you know, he could go out there and like say stuff, but I think him being as persistent as he is with talking up Mason Crosby, I think that also could help the mental side of Crosby's game where if, you know, he sees LaFleur start to doubt him, it might add more to like his mental game. So I think it's important to have, you know, Matt LaFleur as the head coach out there backing his kicker. Hundred percent. Like when it yeah. comes to playoff time or do or die at some point late in the season, and um, I've got the choice between hey, we've shuffled up the snapper, the holder, and we've got this new kicker in, and now the game's on the line. I don't want that. I want Mason in there, and I want him to know we've had your back this whole time. He's going to go in there and fucking drill it, and 
Exactly. I, think, I think they're doing, they're playing it the right way. Um, you, it starts getting real dicey if you start bringing in other guys this late in the year. And there's one, let's be honest, like there's, Mason's up there. There's one Justin Tucker in this league and in this world, right? Yeah. Like you're not yeah. going to go, like how much better are you going to do than Mason Crosby? You're not. Like he's elite. He's been doing it for a long time. He's your guy. Stick with him. You're not going to go out and get Justin Tucker. Like he just like robot is gonna make a seventy yarder in the playoffs for you. So I think they're doing they're playing it the right way. They're playing it the way the only way you can. I'm trying to be serious yeah, and listen to what everyone's game. saying, but apparently the chat I said something funny and now the chat is <laughs> well, what did I say? You said, you said organize organization. Or, organization? Yeah. Is that like yeah. not how you say it? Organization? Dan Tan. I like most people say just organization, but, but organization. Yeah, close enough. But, what? Um, Downtown. What's wrong with uh, that I one? Did, I, just, I didn't even say that. Now you're, now you're just trying to. I don't know. Yeah, we never you said everything. But that I don't think I said downtown. So I don't know. What's yeah, happening, but uh, which is kind of like what, I'm not uh, a hockey coach. <laughs> what uh, what Tom said though. I mean, even versus the Bengals, after missing three, four, five kicks, whatever it was. When it came down to that final kick, I mean, LaFleur said after the game, he looked at Mason and he was like, you got it? And he said he just saw it in his eyes. Like, he has it. And like you said, bringing in a kicker this late, there's no way that's going to be a comfortable situation. No one wants to see, uh, you know, a playoff game come down to a field goal from a new kicker where we don't really know what's going to happen here. So Mason, he's, he's had his struggles, but at the same time, I do feel – Overall, very confident in what he can do. We've seen it for 15 years about. And, uh, yeah, like you said, I think they're handling it right. I think it was weird. I mean, in my opinion, I just I thought it was a little weird, this the switching of the snapper, because the the reasoning did, behind Real quick, was, did I lose you guys? I have no camera on the... For a second. You, you, you popped out for a second, but... Yeah, but you... But you see like, let me, re, let yeah. me rejoin. If I can. Okay. And there goes Tom. But well, now was... the show's gone to shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting like roasted in the chat. I don't even know what I did. Yeah, yeah no, that's like 30 comments. <laughs> just for I know. It's because of your accent, man. It just. Yeah. Is it really know, that just... bad? Well, when you said organization, oh I was very close to saying something. Okay. Like... This is a funny comment because when I moved to Green Bay for school, all of my friends who are from Wisconsin, they told me like they would draw the map and put Minnesota in Canada. So that yes, my O's. I'm sorry, it happens. But that league that I'm in, I'm actually the Canadian Football League because. I don't know what happened? Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have Tom no, Crabtree. Hey, hey, let's talk about fantasy football. Restart <laughs> oh, <just, laughs> right. like a radio show where you start at the yeah. hour, the top of the hour, and just yeah. redo. <laughs> Number yeah, Jed was talking, talking mm, more, and more, more and more. Yeah, about I'm trying to figure and... out. No, I'm just because I'm getting like roasted in the chat and they're calling me Canadian. So I was just trying to explain like, yeah, I get called. You are basically, yeah, you're basically Canadian. I mean, Which is why in, in the league that I'm winning, I'm the Canadian Football League. I'm the CFL because. Oh, it doesn't even count then. It's not real football. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> You're right. Sleeping right in now. my fake league, I'm no, not even fake football. winning. 
Oh man, that's great. But um, yeah, before before we head out uh, in the in the next couple minutes, as we always do on this show, one and twelve. Um, one and twelve. No, you gotta flip, yeah, you gotta flip that. But uh, we obviously have to do our score predictions for the Packers Bears Sunday Night Football Lambeau Field. So, Tom, why don't you kick us off? How, how do you see this game going down? Justin Fields back at quarterback for the Bears and the Packers coming off a bye. So my real quick synopsis, I wanted to go around the horn here and see how we felt about Fields at quarterback versus uh, Dalton. I I think I tweeted this around draft time. Like when he was drafted, I was like, shit, I love Fields. I hate that he went to the Bears. Yeah. I'm a Michigan guy, and that's how much I like this Ohio State kid. Um, I'm going to go – I just I like him, his athleticism. I'm gonna go Bears win. No, I'm just fucking kidding. I don't like him that much. I'm gonna go. <laughs> he couldn't even me? finish the joke. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna go Packers 31-13 over the Justin oh, yeah. Fields. Love Bears. the sound that. Jen, yeah. let's go clockwise to you. I was really worried. That was really close to my prediction. I also had <laughs> Packers at 31, too. but I had 31-17 Packers. And I'm really disappointed. Nobody even let me talk about Kurt Banker. Oh, but... I was actually I was going to wait till after the prediction. Okay. So the final okay. big piece of news. But I was about to weird. yell. It's like yeah, the only is... news that came out that I was really excited to talk about. Wow, very nice. Jair Alexander is offended. But um, it's weird that you both said 31 because coming into the show, I had the same exact number uh, going with actually. Liar. Cheater. Wow. Unbelievable. No, but I was actually going 31-14. I think the Packers take care of I know, I know. I There's no way. Are you going to tell me when we get to Zach, we all four had 31? I yeah. Feel like. like, you said no 31, way. and I was like, I was like, oh, shit, what a coincidence. And Jen said 31. I was like, there's no goddamn way. And now this yeah. guy. Yeah. I just oh. feel 31. I just feel it. But, Zach, Ooh. so you got 31 to what? Keep it going. <laughs> hey, I had... I have recorded evidence because I was on uh, a podcast for Bear Report with two Bears guys right before this, and I predicted thirty-one seventeen. So that is, that is on the record, okay? Oh, right. so do we have the same prediction? Zach and yes. Jen. All right, okay, good. I, I hope we're right. If they, that I kinda, think that kind of makes it fun. Score, yeah, if the mm-hmm. Packers score thirty-one Sunday, we're gonna have to do something because we'll have to do this every week because the four of us clearly just spoke it into existence which would be a lot of fun. But as Jen mentioned, the biggest news of not only this week, potentially of the season, is Kurt Benkert being on the active roster for this week's game. Of course, uh, Jordan Love is currently on the COVID list. Hope he's feeling well. Let's go, Kurt. Let's go, baby. League's best Halo and Fortnite player. Let's go. Yeah. Follow him on Twitch. Exactly. Get on Twitch. Let's go, Kurt. If you're about that Twitch life, Kurt Benkert is your guy. So, Jen, what, what, what were your emotions when you saw him elevated to the active roster and that he was going to be active on Sunday and you're going to be there? So right. how are you feeling about all that? I mean, I do clarify when I talk about my excitement for him being elevated. I do hope Jordan Love is okay. I'm not like, yeah, screw Jordan Love. It's, you know, it's just a great opportunity for Kurt Benkert. He tweeted uh, he's been in the league 1,319 days. And he'll finally get to suit up. So really oh, yeah, excited. Man. Obviously, cool. big fan uh, of third string quarterbacks. And he'll get to suit up. And I'll be at that game. And 
he's just a really cool guy. You know, I've had plenty of conversations with him, so really excited. Uh, I know Dan and I on Pack-A-Day earlier this week talked about how his entrance through the tunnel for his first game suiting up, he has to re- like re-rent that Halo suit and walk through the tunnel wearing that. Oh, it would be, be it would at be least the best. helmet. Oh, could you imagine? Right. He's got to do some kind of Halo entrance just to kind of combine the football player pro gamer aspect to him. But no, it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, it's it's the one thing, you know, I'm all about Benkert season. So I might even have to, even though Jersey signed, I might have to throw it on for the game and hope that it yeah. doesn't get ruined. But it's, it's an incredible it's opportunity. I'm so excited for him. It will be fun to see him take some nice kneel downs at the end of a 31 31- well, you know, I, right before this, I was on Lombardi's bar previewing the show. And I do think, you know, he does go in there and gets at least a snap. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. He's going to have better stats than Mac Jones this week. He's going to go out there. Roger's going to Roger's going to get the team up by enough. And he's going to go out there and he's going to put up some numbers. numbers so yeah, really, I mean, I'm excited. I talk too much about the Patriots. That was insane. To see a quarterback attempt three passes in a game and win the game. I've never seen anything like that in, in my life. That's for sure. Three passes. Like, are you kidding me? Bill, Bill Belichick is percent completion percentage. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick is a fucking mastermind. I mean, you go out there and you do something like that. That's pretty much telling everybody like, Hey, we're, we're, we're better than this team. Or we're going to just run it down their freaking throat. What do they run? 49 times or something. Yeah. I, I think it's they quite frankly, rushing yards. I think it's, it's fucking just... terrifying how good he's playing and how good, how good they're playing as a team and winning games. Yeah. I am scared. Like we were just I, the whole obviously we won't play them till this the game <laughs> if we get to them, but watch out folks. Not good. Yeah. That that team is is definitely heating up at, at yeah, we, had, we had that we had that one year break from the Patriots being relevant and now they're like right back to this. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. From everything man. I've heard too, like Mac Jones is like he's a, he's an ultimate football guy. Like hashtag mm-hmm. football guy, like yeah, they, they got a good one. Yeah, it, they, it, it, it could get it could be Brady times five, like not Super Bowl wise, but just like they're gonna be fucking good for a long time again. Just yeah, get, get uh, it's, it's like it's like Jesus enough. Christ. Patriots just go away. Mac, for a while. Mac Jones is Omicron. He's the Omicron <laughs> variant. Omicron. Oh no, <laughs> he's coming and there's no stopping it. But all right, so before we I head out, turn this into like a, a Patriots conversation, but yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah, you touch on the Lions, you touch on the Lions, Bears, Packers, Patriots, Vikings. Yeah. But uh, before we go, there is a horn. clip. There is a clip. If there's any Bears fans watching, or if you're a Packer fan, of course, I think you're going to enjoy this. Tom, let's see if you remember this. I believe this was a drinking game, so you might not have the best memory. I was just going to say Bears because I hope it's Bears. Bears is correct. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Bears still, to this day, continue to suck the most. Thank you. God bless. There you go. That was it, baby. I tweeted that video out today, and I think it might have been Chris in the comments that we have here said that after the Packers win, that needs to play on the Jumbotron at Lambeau. Yes. So, however, we can figure that out. Whoever is, you know, can. Yeah, Zach, whoever sent you the dope sheet, just send that video to them and tell them to put it up on the Jumbotron. How does that yeah. sound? I love it. I love it. It might be, that might be a little too PG 13 for the, uh, for the <laughs> yeah, Jumbotron, Jumbotron there. Jumbotron. Lambo, 
or there family might be friendly. Some, yeah. It'll be a Sunday yeah. night game. Kids shouldn't be That's there anyways. True. Yeah, get them out of there. <laughs> yeah, who wants to spend their time with their kids at a football game? You're going there to get drunk and watch your team win. No time for kids. But, um, again, uh, Tom, thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome. And, obviously, any Bears week is fun, but getting to spend the pregame with you before it is awesome. Uh, real quick, though, before you go, where did you get that hat and where could I possibly find it? Because I need that. Oh my God. You asked me way too soon. Wait, did I get this from, uh, it looks like, I Matt. hate that you're putting me on the spot. I think uh, isn't that Matt Ramage's stuff. I was going to say, I think I got this from Ramage. Yeah. It Sorry, looks I like mean, here's the thing. Like when, when you're like my level, you get, <laughs> you get swag yeah. and stuff. It just, it's in my door. Like every day, yeah. like I'm like, shit, where did I get this? I don't know. <laughs> when you when you're twelve and one in fantasy, <laughs> you're twelve and one in the open book fantasy. You just get promotions and letters. Tom, come on, promote this and that. And so uh, I, got this I don't hat. know, Jacob, in the comments, figure out how to get open book stuff to Tom, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I will say this: I I ordered uh, a gray the open book. You guys are pushing the merch. I ordered it like three days ago. I got a T-shirt coming. Yeah, I need everybody in chat. Everybody involved right now to go in there get some merch yeah I everyone I got that on the way. we got the open book merch and all the other game on wisconsin merchandise by jen what is the exact name of the site because i know i'll mess it up when i say it it's like uh it's like cam catchy yeah cam catchy. Like i don't know how to say the last word if you it. find dakota mitchell on twitter yeah. he's got yeah. the link for it dakota mitchell has it or if you go to game on wisconsin game on wi on twitter but open book merch is out there and everything else game on Wisconsin related is out there. And I actually just bought myself the nice black open book hoodie. Zach and Jen, have you made your purchases yet? Or are you just waiting around? Oh, Ellie's Not a yet. cheater. Yeah. That, it should, that would be, it should be, it should be free for us, but I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everyone's got to make their money. I get it. Yeah. Eli, you paid for yours. That's embarrassing. <laughs> a little bit. Like, I put I it yeah, what the hell? I have a whole closet full of open book merchandise, and I didn't even pay right? a single dime for it. Oh, no. We'll see. Look, <laughs> worst case scenario, I can always uh, – I'll have multiple. I'll have multiple hoodies, but I'm very excited about that. Thank you to Dakota Mitchell for putting that together and the Game On Wisconsin team for making that happen. But, uh, yeah, we are we are just about running out of time. So before we go – Running uh, out of time. We're like 20 minutes over. <laughs> exactly. So, again – Tom, thank you so much. Everyone, make sure to follow Tom on Twitter for top-notch content at all times at It's Crab. If you're, I mean, I'm sure you're all following him already. If not, you're missing the show, so get over there. And then for some great Packers, and if, if you love hockey, right now is the time to, to go follow Jen, Big Mac underscore four. Jen, that, that, that goal you retweeted last night with the flip and the alley-oop. Trevor Seagrass? Yes. That was insane. I, that was insane. I can, I, was, I think that's the most, you know, that it, people have interacted with a hockey tweet ever. It's that just was insane. hockey gets weird. I keep telling you guys to watch it. You know, every I mean, once in a while something cool happens. If I was in the net, I would have locked it, but still. You are Zach I, is I, a new I, hockey I'm fan, so. Chicago Wolves fan, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have long said, and I know we're we're going we're 30 minutes over now, so what's it matter? <laughs> hockey players are probably of the all the professional sports. Most athletic, top yeah. to bottom. Just you, you think about the skill set, the hand-eye coordination, the speed, the coordination. Like, it's very yeah, impressive. I, 
I attempted to play ice hockey during high school for about four years. I ended up playing goalie because it, it involved the least amount of movement. <laughs> Just stand yeah. there with the big pads. Exactly. But <laughs> skating out and, like you said, the hand-eye coordination to do everything with your stick and the puck and the skit, I could never master it. It is Crazy. insane. Like it no, is, and they, That whole picking the puck up with the stick, that's called the Michigan. So There you go. Your Michigan um, guy, Tom. Was that late that's 90s, early 2000s, right? From the final uh, I think the first that off. I think the first Michigan was like ninety-six. Yep. But yeah. that's a, um, that was like a almost like an alley oop Michigan because he didn't go in for the lacrosse goal. But let his yeah. boy dunk it. That was wild. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And there you go, everyone at the bottom of the screen. Uh there is the link to go find all your game on Wisconsin merch, and you're gonna love it. So definitely check that out. Uh and before we go. Zach, obviously putting out consistently great Packers content, everything you need to know, breaking news, all of it. Zach's got it covered. And you can find me on Twitter at Book of Eli underscore NFL. And as you see at the bottom of the screen right here, follow Game on Wisconsin at Game on WI and go subscribe on YouTube at Game on Wisconsin. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you at 10 and 3. After a dominant win over the Bears, we're going to score 31, that's for sure. What the Bears score, we'll have to see. Hopefully it's less than 10, potentially zero. But we'll see We'll see you next week. Zach. And give it up for Tom fucking Crabtree, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Bears suck. Fuck the Bears. Bears. You suck, you losers. You're going to lose yes. again. Justin Fields yeah. sucks. Andy Dalton sucks. You all suck. Yes. We are going to be clipping that up immediately. <laughs> Allison Chains rocks. Chains. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah, the Bears, you guys are pathetic right there. Tom just said it. We will see you next I'm just going to play that through Lambeau Field. After yeah. I'm just going to blast it, you know, with Tom saying, you know, after Are we still live? What's, what's happening? We're still live. Like yeah, Eli in the show. We should have ended He's like, wait, we're not backstage yet? All right. We're backstage. We can be honest. All right. We'll be honest. In about three seconds, which is now go pack go, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> what you think, Fred? All right, Fred. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. Is it just gonna be me and you or Eli and Zach gonna pop in? Yeah, they'll talk every once in a while. He was already here right away. It's kind of well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so yeah, sorry. Look at you. Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers?